Here we go. Welcome to the Fat to Fit or Else podcast. Yes. Where we talk about fitness, food, motivation, and general angry rants from the fat man himself. I got Stretch those. Roberts. So get ready for all of the above with a side of bacon. Mm. Here is your host, Stretch. Bacon and cookies. I'm on a diet, by the way. Shout out to me. I uh, beat the challenge this week. I set the challenge for four pounds. I do five. That's right. I'm bad. I can tell you this, though. Uh, when I hit it earlier, the way I did the challenge last week, it was Monday when I weighed in. So that's where I gave myself to get to the four pounds by Monday. Um, when I hit it on Sunday morning early, yeah, you can bet your ass there was no diet on Sunday. I, I went off the rails and nothing horrible. Like I still, I ate some junk, but it was sugar-free junk. Like I, I try to cut the corners wherever I can. I, I went to Ralph's and they have, you know, they have that clearance thing in the back, a bunch of their sugar-free uh, little things that there's a section of sugar-free muffins and sugar-free little pound cakes and stuff like that. And they had some in the back all cheap. And I'm like, what's cheap? I got to buy it. And then I grilled some steaks. And things I had that I have not been eating for the last week as I've gone into the uh, cut mode is I went and got uh, corn. I ate some corn and I had bought some potatoes and I had some potatoes. And what else? I have? I had mushrooms and I also had asparagus. And that's fine. Those I would eat on diet mode. And man, it was a good dinner. I put it down, grilled it outside on my deck, grilled like a champion. It's kind of cold. It was nice, but I was out there getting my my grill on, even though not cold. I see people I follow on Instagram just like, yeah, it's snowing today. It's 30, 14 degrees. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, that blows. Uh, what a great weekend. We did have some beautiful weather here, a little cooler than it has been, but I like it cool and cold. And the best thing is my wife was gone all day and night yesterday so i never turned the heater on in my house i like it cold no heat in the house the 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 daughter was freezing her butt off but i don't care no heat no heat for you and it's not that i'm cheap and trying to save money it's just that i i uh i like it cold i don't like the heater i like i say back here where the radio studio is i literally sealed this heater off like it the heat doesn't and it still leaks through because here's the way the world works. I hate heaters. I don't want heaters. I didn't want a heater in this room. I didn't want a heater in the house. To me, it's California. It doesn't get that cold. Put on, uh, you know, sweatpants, a sweatshirt, and you'll be fine in your bed with your blankets. You'll be fine. But no, my wife wants it 90 degrees and tries to kill our dogs. So... She had this central heat put in in this house. It never had it when we moved in. It was the old school gas heater. And, of course, it sits right directly on top of this room, the room that I don't want heat in. So they put a vent in, and I'm like, God damn it. I said I don't want a freaking heat in here. So I went up, shut the vent down, taped it up, sealed it off so that the heat doesn't come in. Well, it is so effing hot right out of that. It's it has, let's say you got a giant heater up there and the duct system has, you know, different tubes. Well, the tube going to this room is only about a foot long. So it's dumping mad heat in here. It's not nearly as warm on the opposite end of the house, like over the kitchen back in that area. Not at all. It's barely warm. So I freaking hate it. 
And this room still, when the heat kicks on, it's trying to force air in here so bad that it's like, when you had the vent just closed, it's just like, you could hear this loud hissing noise. And some air still gets in here, so the room is not without heat completely. Because my wife is a psycho. Psycho. Speaking of psycho, I don't know if you saw the challenge. I finally got it done because my wife was gone, so I got to film the Lego challenge, and that was way worse than I expected. I really dread some of these challenges. I dreaded doing the stairs. I didn't want to do that. I was dreading doing the shock collars. I don't like getting shocked, and I've done those a couple of times. The hot sauce seemed annoying, but I thought I was just going to get sick or something, and that was all right, and there's been some here and there that haven't been that bad. And this one I knew was going to hurt, but I didn't know, and you'll hear me, I keep saying it on the video, they stick to my feet. I thought I would walk on there, you step on one, ow, you lift your foot up, it falls off, you step to the next. Well, that's not what happens. You you step on them, these effing things stick into your foot like in bed in there, and then when you go to take another step, not only do you get more, but you've still got the ones from the last step on there, and you literally... You can't stand. You you you're I was doubling over. At one point I was bending over blindfolded trying to scrape them off of my feet and but you couldn't stand on one either foot because there were freaking Legos wedged into both feet. And it was excruciating to put all of your weight onto one foot which was peppered with Legos. It was sucked so bad. It really was way worse than I thought. I do not recommend ever doing that. Um but that was the challenge that got done if you Go on to the Instagram or the Facebook of fat to fit or else you can check that out if you didn't see it over the weekend. Uh, give me a follow and check that out. It's it's fun. That, that was a interesting one. And then to make it even better, I'm setting up, I, you know, to, I explained what I'm going to do. Then I put all the Legos out. My son had a huge box of Legos in the garage that I drug in and put all over and it was perfect. But then my dog just comes and lays down. Sarge is like, yeah, go, go eat. Go eat me. I'm not going anywhere. He just lays there and just like looks at me and I'm like staggering around, ah, screaming, swearing like crazy. And uh, the dog's just looking at me like, yeah, whatever. And then I at one point stepped on him and he didn't move. He'll just look at me like, hey, you're standing on my foot, a-hole. Like, what are you doing? And then I reached down to pet him and he's, he didn't care. He never moved. He Came in while I was setting up, plopped down, and refused to move. And that's just how that dog is. He's 13, and he does not give an F. Uh, more stuff over the weekend. I got my solar Christmas lights up. I did a post on that as well. I finally I put them up on Saturday, and God, did that suck. That I, It was like, cool, this is easy. I'm going to see how they look. And then at night when they came on, they were great, except for the 12-foot gap of no lights I had. I didn't know there, that the first six feet had no lights in it. it. It had like the first six feet had a little clear coating over the wire because the wire is so paper thin. You move it, it kinks. I wonder how long these are going to last. I'm incredibly impressed with how well these things work. They're a Timu order. They were like eight or nine bucks and it's a hundred feet of lights, all solar powered. And you put the little, I don't have the stake in the ground. I have them on my fence. So I uh, strapped it to my fence and the post is straight sunlight the second the sun comes up and it's still sunlight when the sun goes down and it's charging 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 all day and they literally stay on all night and it's a hundred feet so I have one that's a hundred feet 
on one side of my gate, and then we have the gate that opens up that comes into the house, and then on the other gate, I have a 20-foot strand that just goes the rest of the fence on the front of my house. The entire front is uh, fenced off. But damn, it was freaking uh, really cool. I liked it. I just had to undo all of it. I had to go through and take all of it down and move each set in six feet because of the lead that didn't have any lights. It looked great until at night when it came on and there were no lights. But that is now fixed, and it is rolling, and I got a couple of... I have one strand that's got, I got a Rudolph out in front of my house and some like presents and a big wreath with Christmas lights on it that's up on my actual deck away from my fence. But I like it. I'm I'm very pleasantly surprised with that purchase so far. We'll see if it makes it all the way through Christmas. I know when Christmas is over, not only are these solar lights and they're not great for the environment because they're disposable. I'm going to throw these in the trash because there's no way that why it's, the thinnest, cheapest wire, I could literally wrap it and rip it with my hands, my bare hands. I could just pull that thing apart, and that's and that's all it is, that tiny, tiny, thin, thin, thin-ass wire that runs all of these lights, 100 feet of lights. And, they're, you know, LEDs don't take much juice anymore, so it works out. It's really cool. I, I do like that. All right, now let's get into, um, well, before I do a gym rant, Besides that, let me talk about another purchase, and this is a real deal Holyfield purchase that is disgusting, and uh, you ladies aren't going to want to hear about, and if you're a dude, if you're a young dude, you're going to be like, oh, disgusting old man, but if you're an old fart like me, like past 40, uh, you're going to be like, oh, interesting. I saw a thing the other day, because here's what happens. I am now um, in the process of fine-tuning my body to get it to where I'm getting muscle tone, I'm getting bigger, I'm losing weight. And before, I was just how quick, when I saw myself in the mirror, how quick can I put my clothes on? Like, how quick can I cover this body up or not even wipe the steam off the mirror, get dressed, get out of here, not, not even try to look at myself? Well, now you're looking at yourself. Well, guess what I am? I'm a hairy, hairy mofo. I mean, I'm, I am full-blown hairy. I'm borderline Sasquatchian, if not at least maybe 40% Sasquatchian. I have got a lot of uh, Sasquatch in me. So, uh, my back is hairy, and that's disgusting and gross, but my back is hairy, and it's been super hairy. And my wife is, well, she's a pain in the ass, and I've mentioned on here before, she hates me, and she is grossed out by it. She would sees me without a shirt on. She's like, oh, my God, you're disgusting. Look how hairy you are. But she's not going to help me. And you know what you can't do? You can't shave your back. You can't reach your back. You can't put nair cream on your back. There's nothing you could do. There's parts of your back that you can't reach. And so I bought this thing, and it's called the Bro Shaver. And it came in the mail this weekend. Now, besides the fact that I have a couple of really good gashes in my back, it's absolutely hairless there is no hair on my shoulders my back and what's weird is it's not a not that a fine coat would be better but it's spotchy there's a spot where it's just all hair another spot on the other side where it's all hair then your shoulders have hair and then your lower back has hair. it's disgusting it's gross but now there's none i i use this thing it is called the bro shaver I just Googled it because I forgot the name of it before we started because I wanted to talk about it. And it showed it for 60 bucks, but I did not pay 60 bucks for it. 
and I got it on Amazon. But it's the it's just this long handle and the shape of it, you can get every bit of your back with your left hand or your right hand, and just voila, it is there for the shaving. And all it is, it looks like it's got some curve to it, but it looks like a a uh, <laughs> a squeegee for your windshield. That's what it looks like. And it's got this, and it has three shaving razor blades on it. So you've got about, and they're next to each other, and you screw them in. They're disposable. You when you're done, you uh, you can chuck them out. But it literally has three side by side by side by side. So it's a good four or five inches of of shaving surface, and just one swipe, it it does the trick. It's amazing. So highly recommended. Something if you've got a hairy mofo in your life. Get it for them, especially if you don't want to be the one going, great, I get to shave your hairy, disgusting back. That's gross, and I don't blame you. My wife won't touch me, won't at all. Like, no, she wants nothing to do with it and uh, loves to complain about it but would never uh, help me do anything about it. And going in and getting waxed is expensive, and it's also painful. I don't know how you ladies do it. Shout out to you for waxing the beef, man. Salute. You ladies are badasses. You could wax the beef, you wax the bunghole, and you shoot babies out your hoosets. You are far superior to us males. You are way, way, way tougher than we are, but we are babies. I've had my back waxed many times, and it hurts like hell, but I also, like I say, have a ton of hair. So anyway, the bro shaver recommended. Uh, also recommend the solar lights, and uh, that I think that's all I have for purchases. Now let's go from looking at yourself in the mirror and getting your flex on something I just talked about. You, you look in the mirror. Uh, I, I love to look in the mirror when I'm working out, when I'm at the gym, I'll use the mirrors. You want to see how your form is. You want to look in the mirror sometimes and see, are you getting it? And then you'll look and be like, I got a pop. I've told you I can look in the mirror to gym and be like, dude, I look massive and I'm veiny as hell. And then 10 minutes later, when the pump is gone, I'm like, dude, do I even lift? What happened? But I get it. And, and I'm not knocking anyone that looks in the mirror at the gym. People do it. But I work at I work out at Planet Fitness. I've told you guys that. It's it's Planet Fitness. It's it's ten dollars a month on the low end, twenty-five on the high end. That's a cheap gym. And most people in there, I really like that it. it's not giant meatheads and it's not a bunch of like Gold's Gym in Venice. I hated. My wife got me a membership there, hated it, hated the scene, was just not my thing. And it was Meathead Central, and I did not like it. I like Planet Fitness. I do. But I was in there Thursday. I didn't go in on Friday. I was in there on Thursday, and there was a dude, young, um, I'm going to give him late 20s, Latin dude. Um, not super short, but definitely not tall. Uh, just and he had, And I would say a nice build. And you're like, wow, are you checking this dude out, Stretch? Like, what are you, are you going gay on us? No. Here's why I can tell you. He was in the mirror flexing. And what's weird is he was in there with his, I'm assuming his girlfriend, could have been his wife, I don't know. And he was like training her. So they were working out together. So he would do a set, then he would change the weights, and then she would do a set. And they were working out together, which is totally fine. Very cool. If you got a... a significant other that likes to go to the gym and work out with you it's a cool experience and then you can spend time together while you're getting healthy and or getting you know your fitness goals so all cool only this dude's not 
looking in the mirror. The, most dudes that work out look in the mirror more than girls do. Like dudes are in there looking in the mirror, looking, checking themselves out all the time. But but like I said, you want to see, oh wow, I'm getting gains. And when you're lifting, you can look and see definition in your triceps and your shoulders. You can see all of the the different uh, uh, muscles in the uh, like the interior, exterior, deltoid, like all that. You can see that striation in the muscles. You can see a lot of uh, cool stuff when you're when you're lifting. So I'm not knocking that, but this dude was doing full blown. I'm Mr. Olympia posing, and and there's poses in bodybuilding that are really the gayest things I've ever seen. They're 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 the gayest things I've ever seen. There's there's no way around it. That when they and I know why they do it. Like there's one in particular, this guy kept hitting where you, so you, you're, you, you stand with your, let's say it's your left leg perfectly straight and then you twist. You, so your left leg, you would be facing forward, but your foot's now facing forward. But imagine you have now turned your body 90 degrees, but your foot is still facing the other way. Then they put their toe on the ground of their right foot. And they do this not to flex their thing. It makes the hamstring hang when you're posing. Because if you flex the hamstring, it tightens up and comes up. But if you just put your toe on the ground and let the hamstring hang, it looks like your legs are big. And then they will grab their arm and flex their chest and their arm. And it really looks like you're like a gay dude sitting on the corner of Santa Monica Boulevard waiting for a car to pull up and pick you up. It's, it's a really gay pose. And this dude was hitting that pose and hitting that pose and hitting that pose and flexing and flexing. And here's the big thing about it. He wasn't big. This guy wasn't big at all. He was in shape, but he was nowhere near having the physique to be trying to do that pose. Like that is a full-blown bodybuilder pose. And there's women that can hit that pose. There's bodybuilder women that are freaking hot and freaking big. This dude was not big, not at all. He was standing there getting his full-blown pose down on in the mirror every time his girlfriend would work out. In fact, he was so into himself in the mirror that he wouldn't know she was done with her set, and she would always have to be like, hey, I'm done. Like, you know, change the weights or let's go. Or like he's And he would literally be in some weird-ass pose trying to do some crazy stuff. And, there's, and I'm seeing... A lot of that. And look, I follow a ton of bodybuilders on social media right now. I'm really into working out and, you know, getting dialed in. That That's that's my goal. That's what I'm trying to do. That's what Fat to Fit or Else is about. And I am doing it. So I follow a ton of them. And I see all these people doing these poses and talking about these poses and, you know, getting it up. These people are working in competitions they're getting ready for a competition they're going to go up on a stage and do that with other giant muscle heads and pose off other than that there's no reason to ever do those full-blown bodybuilder poses it's one thing to stand in there and flex and be like oh dude the guns are looking huge today that's completely normal this dude was not normal it was not normal i don't know if he had body dysmorphia or maybe he's becoming a bodybuilder and he's gonna get big or what the deal was but this was the weirdest thing I've seen in a Planet Fitness yet. This dude just throwing down bodybuilder poses left and right like he was Arnold F. Schwarzenegger. And he was more, he was less Arnold. And you, you know who he had probably the, the size of? 
He probably was about the size of Mark Wahlberg now. Not Mark Wahlberg when he's buffed up for a movie role. If you see, because I'll see Mark Wahlberg pop up on my feed too, because I follow a ton of workout people. And that guy works out like a fiend. But he's fit, but he's not at all big. He's not at all big and not big enough to be throwing poses like that. Like he was an in-shape dude. It was just, it was weird. It was weird, weird, weird. And I was going, what the F is this guy doing? And what was weird is he would step in front of people, too, who were looking at themselves in the mirror while they're lifting or whatever. Then he would step away from his girlfriend to get a better look at himself because someone would be obstructing part of his view of himself. It was effing weird, man. i tell you that. All right. Uh, this week, I don't know what the challenge is yet. I'm going to set it, and I'll do it on social media. i got to figure out what I'm going to make the challenge, and then i got to think what the or else is if I fail the challenge. And we will get rolling on that. It's the hard time right now in the holidays, but I've been really good on the diet this week. I'm proud of uh, the work I got in. I got the four pounds down game three for Thanksgiving and got rid of it. So I'm a pound lighter than I was before Thanksgiving started. Probably not now after uh, Sunday's uh, smorgasbord I threw down, but I can get that back off. So that's where we are. I am. Oh, my God. Let's talk football. I was so ecstatic, screaming. Another thing that was great about my wife not being home on Saturday, I was in the house watching the Alabama-Georgia game, SEC championship, going out of my mind, insane, screaming and screaming at the television and having a great time. And the Crimson Tide won, which is my team. And Georgia was number one in the nation, in my opinion, highly overrated all season. Granted, they've won back-to-back national champions, so they had a high rate going in, and you need to lose to lose that rank, and they never lost. They also never beat anybody really convincingly. I was very unimpressed with Georgia all year long, and I hate Georgia with a passion. I hate the state of Georgia. I hate everything about Georgia. I hate the Georgia Bulldogs. I hate, hate hate the Georgia Bulldogs. All they did was become uh, a freaking Alabama light by stealing all the coaches and the strength coach and the, this coach. And that whole staff is all Alabama guys. They stole from Nick Saban. And then they took players in the draft and, you know, in the transfer portal and they just became Alabama and they're good. And Alabama's good. And Alabama stayed good even through that. So and they got them in the national champion and people talking smack and they became arrogant in my uh, view. And I, arrogance is always punished is a word to live by. And I, I was so ecstatic to see Georgia go down and then to see them not even get into the four team playoff was icing on the cake for me. I, I'm just happy. My team's in there. Alabama proved a point. They were way like they had USC at the same level of Alabama in the polls most of the year until the wheels completely fell off of USC's freaking wagon. And Alabama had a bad start. They lost to Texas in week two, and they never recovered. And they've been down, 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 down. And they had a horrible third week where they almost lost to a small school, but they came back and won, but it was not pretty. And then after that, they got their crap together, and they started being Alabama, remembered who they were, and started beating the hell out of some people. And that's what they needed to do. And then beating uh, Georgia's ass on a Saturday afternoon was wonderful, wonderful icing on the cake and then getting in as the fourth team in a four-team playoff. Now, the team I feel bad for 
not Georgia, FU Georgia, uh, the team I feel bad for is Florida State. Undefeated, they win their division, ACC, and they win the championship and don't get into the four-team playoff. That sucks. And the deal is they put Texas in. In my opinion, Texas should not have gotten in. Texas beat Alabama, so they kept saying, well, if they beat Alabama, they're better than Alabama, so they have to be in if we put Alabama in. No, Alabama beat number one, and that's that. They beat their ass, so done. Alabama gets in. You beat number one on the final game this season. You're now number one. But They made Michigan number one, but they moved up Alabama to four. I just wanted them to get in, and I was happy. They got into the playoffs after this year of being up and down. I was ecstatic they were in, and that was all I wanted. And then Georgia doesn't get in, and then Florida State doesn't get in. A perfect record, a perfect season. Granted, the ACC's weak sauce, and they – their uh, starting quarterback is down, and that's a big reason why they know they're not going to, if they get in, they, they weren't going to be the original, you know, as good as they were all season because that guy was down, and there's something to be said for that. But as a team, they earned that, man. They, they should be in. They've got to expand these playoffs sooner rather than later and get more teams in because I think Georgia deserved to be in too as much as I hate them. They deserve to be in the playoffs because they were number one all damn season. And you lost Alabama, who was underrated, but it's Alabama, for Christ's sake. They're always in the national championship hunt in the Nick Saban era. You can pretty much count on it at some point. So anyway, it was a great, great football weekend, and I was stoked on that. That was freaking awesome. Pros, I didn't even watch any pros. I was so hungover from joy with the college football Saturday that I didn't watch any pro games. I I have on, as I record, the Kansas City-Green Bay game. That's a shocker to me. Green Bay hanging in there with freaking KC. Like, hanging to the point of they're going to beat them because there's almost no time left, and they just extended their lead. It is 27-19 with one minute left. I say... Uh, despite a miracle, which we've seen a lot of those lately, uh, Green Bay's going to beat Kansas City, which will be nice. I like that. A lot of hype on Kansas City. I don't dislike them at all. I don't hate them because of Taylor Swift or anything like that. I just uh, I, I like underdog stories, and Alabama was an underdog all, all season. Green Bay, definitely an underdog. Oh, man. So that is uh, my football stuff. Let's get into this story. This is something I talked about a very long time ago. I don't even think I was doing Fat the Fit or else yet. This story happened. No, I was because it was in October when this happened. They found a great white shark. I, I did talk about this here. There was a great white shark. They found it freaking just slayed a huge great white shark. And they're like, this is insane. The only thing that could have done it is an orca. And now they have the DNA evidence back. It was uh, killer whales, killer whales literally ripped the great white giant, great white shark in half and then ate his intestines. That's like some prison shit right there. I am going to rip you in half and then eat your insides, not snack on your entire body after we kill you. No, just eat your guts after we rip you open to show you that we're the, that we're the man, not you. You thought you were the man, but you're not the man. So that's what those orcas did, and now the DNA proves it. So it was definitely killer whales that took out that giant great white shark by just beating his ass and eating his guts. Dude, 
Uh, back to bodybuilding, I saw this story, and uh, ladies, if you are with a dude who is into working out, and he's you always hear dudes like, I'm taking the protein, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I, I, I live on protein. Protein supplements, protein everything. I'm drinking it, drinking it, drinking it. I found this really interesting story that came out on Friday. Uh, it says bodybuilders, or gym enthusiasts, are largely unaware that the protein supplements that they use to bulk up could be harming their fertility, according to a new study. Four out of five male gym enthusiasts, that's 79%, say they use protein supplements as part of their fitness plan. Uh, plan. I do. I, I, everyone I know that serious about working out uses protein supplements. And they say, but only 14% had considered that those supplements, which contain high levels of the female hormone estrogen, may be impacting their fertility. Whoop. Uh-oh. What? Yeah, no babies. I tell you right now, I'm going to go double down on my protein. I, I am old and don't. And I'm married to a Latin. Uh, next thing you know, I have I would be like a 60-year-old dad at kindergarten. That would be awful. You know how horrible that would be? I'm, I'm down for being infertile at this point. Uh, too much female hormone can cause problems with the amount and quality of sperm that men can produce, and you really got to watch your protein supplements. They say men taking these protein supplements also might be unintentionally dosing themselves with steroids. Many protein supplements, which, by the way, tells me where do I get those protein supplements because, like I said, I don't mind being infertile. Uh, many protein supplements that can be bought have been found to be contaminated with anabolic steroids, which can cause reduced sperm count, shrunken testicles, and erectile dysfunction, amongst other things. So that is all interesting. Now, here's where it gets even crazier. This is where dudes are stupid. Um, Many of the dudes are like, yeah, it's worth it. No, no, no. So what if I'm infertile? I'm going to look good. I'm going to be able to flex off in that mirror over there. At Planet Fitness, show everybody how buffed I am. <laughs> yeah, they say many protein supplements can be found with steroids in them, and so a lot of guys are taking them. And that, but think about it, you you don't really know what's in there. You're like, oh, it's protein powder, it's whey protein. I'm just taking it. I'm good. Well, you're taking a lot of it, and then if you're a protein company, you're like, hey, let's mix a little of the secret sauce in there, and these dudes will start getting more swole. And they'll swear by our protein powder that it really works, and they'll just think it's their protein. When it's not their protein, it's steroids that we put in the protein powder. Now, 28% of male respondents said that the benefits of gym routines and supplements were more important to them than fertility. 28%. So more than a quarter of those dudes said, we don't care if it makes me infertile. I'm all about being swole. Getting my buff on. That's weird to me. Like, that's not, especially if you're a young dude. Like, to me, you're an old dude. You got you got grown kids. I'd be more concerned about my, my kid being infertile than myself at this point. Wow. Uh, I'm surprised at that. Infertility is a problem increasingly amongst Americans, affecting one in six people, uh, not even Americans, worldwide. So, something to look at. If your guy's on the protein powder and his uh, fertility could be going down if you're trying to have a kid. Another story I saw just, I've known about this for a while, 
But there are shoes now. Uh, Nike has a thing called Vaporflies, and I know that they're people are breaking records in those things. And it's a big deal when your shoes can do that. And, and they were only for marathon runners. And then Hoka came out with a pair, same price, $260 freaking shoes that, that called the Rocket X2 that was doing it. And now Adidas has said, hold my beer. And they've come out with a $500 pair of tennis shoes. And these are now coming to the general market for everyone to get. And what they are is they're just running shoes that have a freaking um, plate, a carbon fiber plate in the middle that's got a lot of spring. And when you step, it kind of helps you and it makes people run faster because you're, you're not exerting as much energy. It's returning a lot of your energy to the ground that you're, you've spent stomping your foot down, arching your foot. When the shoe straightens back up, it springs off the ground, literally, and shoots you uh, up. And can it's they're setting records everywhere with these shoes. So it's pretty crazy. If you're a runner and you want to dump some massive freaking dollars, you can go try those things out. Um Back to drugs and not caring if you're infertile. I haven't talked to you guys because I did not do a bonus pod last week. Friday, I ended up with a virtual appointment with my my doctor and told her the shoulder is out of control. It's in, It's really affecting my sleep, and it's also affecting my workout. I can't, I can't really lift. Um, she has of course sent me over to the specialist see what I can get in there but that there I have to wait for the insurance to approve the referral and then after I get that the approval I can call the specialist and then I will and I'll get my appointment but then she gave me because she thought I was taking way too much ibuprofen because I was taking 2400 uh, milligrams a day and she's like yeah that's going to be bad on your stomach so let's go with uh Meloxicam, which is the same kind of thing, and it's a prescription. Um, it's like an ibuprofen for the most part, keeps the swelling down, uh, helps with pain. And then she gave me some Yo Gabba Gabba. I know Yo Gabba Gabba because when I worked in rehab, we would dispense that shit like it was candy to people because people come in there with all kinds of conditions and they would, in my opinion, over prescribe gabapentin, but we would call it Yo Gabba Gabba, and that is a, uh, more advanced pain med that I am now taking at night. And I can tell you once again, I now don't know what it is, but my, I've slept better the last two nights now since I got it, but that's with the yo Gabba Gabba. And also, um, I've been on that BPC. I got that BPC on Friday. Told you guys BPC one five seven. It is a, it's an experimental drug. And I looked it up through all of my uh, bodybuilding knowledge and just researched and dove in. And it is a drug that I'm injecting myself. And I'm like, that shows you how much I don't give an F. I just want my shoulder to be better. And everyone's raving about in workout world and bodybuilding world and fitness world that BPC157, uh, it is a peptide. And it they swear by it for... Uh, soft tissue injuries for healing soft tissue injuries. Like it's, they say within a week, you'll feel it. Now I'm two days in feeling better. Haven't worked out since I took it. 
I've been taking. I took it on Friday, right after I got, I got home. I got it uh, delivered to me on Friday. I took it on Friday. I took it on Saturday. I took it on Sunday. I will hit the gym again on uh, Monday today, and then I'll I'll know what I'm doing. But it's on my shoulders better. But also, I got the drugs on Friday from my doctor. So my doctor called in the prescriptions. They were delivered to my house. I had those when I got home too. So what is it? Is it the prescription pain meds that are making my shoulder feel better? Is it the uh, peptide injections, which I am taking? And by the way, as soon as I felt a little better after two days, I've reordered the peptides. I was just going to, you know, I'm not going to waste my money. And it's not expensive. It literally is like $40 a week is what it is, which I guess is expensive in, in if you're looking at a month or two. But if you're going to do it for a couple weeks and see, it's interesting. I was um, excited to get my my BPC-157 in, but it's, I know, risky, but once again, I don't care about fertility, and I really just want to get my shoulder back in the game, and then I'm going to stop taking it. But people swear by it for knee injuries, shoulder injuries, like all soft tissue injuries that apparently has a, a healing thing about it. It also is very, uh, like I said before, uh, big for inflammatory uh, bowel disease helps with that as well so we will see but i'm i'm adamant to get it together and i told you when i went to the when i get the specialist i'm gonna be like yeah how about some anabolic steroids because those also help with injuries that's why athletes a lot of athletes get caught taking steroids and they're not taking them to cheat they've taken them trying to get back on the field uh sooner rather than later after an injury to, to recover because they speed your recovery so much and then they're in your system and they get nailed uh, one last story before I go today that has nothing to do with fat to fit or else, but it is very fascinating to me, and that is UFOs and a story that is a follow-up to a big UFO story uh, a couple of months ago. I remember in Mexico when the Mexican Congress had those two and people just ripped them to shreds, and that goes back to my my whole deal on the media and the government cover-ups of UFOs and alien stuff is that's their go-to. So the Mexican Congress says, hey, man, we found the, these are thousand-year-old mummies of aliens that we found in some mine somewhere uh, someone dug up, and these are crazy. And then they're like, oh, my God, they're statues, they're whatever, and people just shredded them to pieces. Well, they had DNA in them, and now they've got the DNA back, and 30% of the DNA in these little tiny, if you didn't see them, they're long-armed, short, little humanoid-looking things. But they don't have the big, typical alien head and the giant alien eyes, but they're definitely not humans. And they say 30% of the DNA is of unknown origin. They don't know what it is. They didn't say what the other 70% is, but they said 30% of the DNA in those little things, and they definitely are organic. It's not... People are like, it's a pinata that got buried. Like, I heard everyone shredding them for bringing that to light and talking about it. And that's how they silence people. Like, what idiots, how dummies, and they make fun of you, and they make fun of you. I'm a dude that's seen ghosts. I've, I've lived this. My best friends in the world, many people that I really close to, Laugh at me and think you're an idiot. You see ghosts. Yeah, okay, Casper. Hey, 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 hey. 
I saw what I saw. I know what I saw. I've had so many experiences now. Once you uh, accept it, and then uh, I don't know what it is, but they're around. Uh, I've had a lot of ghost experiences back to the paranormal stretch shows, that, which are, are on here on the podcast, which I've done talking about all those experiences. But I know how people treat you. So I know it's the same thing for UFOs, the same thing for Bigfoot, whatever, whatever, whatever. And these things are... Uh, we're our real creatures, whatever they are in Mexico. So that was cool to see that story as well. Um, and that's it. I think I'm going to get out of here. I will come back and give you guys the update to, uh, the challenge for this week when I, I will do a, a bonus pod this week, I will give you the challenge and I will tell you what it is. And I'll probably put it up on Instagram, Facebook before that as well. But there it is. It's final green Bay beats Kansas city. Woo-wee! In Green Bay. That's nice. All right. You know that, though, by now, because this is, like, the next day for you guys. I'm getting up out of here. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you had a great weekend. Don't forget to get your Christmas shopping on. I will talk to you guys again later this week with a brand-new Fat 2 Fit or Else Challenge. Have a good one.